intro where the gas is pre-mixed, the coffee is hot, and the comments are absolutely ridiculous. Yes! I love you guys so much. It's good to be here on this lovely September 23rd, a uh, beautiful day in uh, Western Colorado. Brady Metter, there he is. He's back after working on the uh, countless hours on the Tulsa um, Enduro Cross last week. It's good to have you back, Brady. Um, Kim, uh, Kyle, what's happening? Uh, I didn't get a bunch of announcements done on this one, so I don't know how hopefully everybody shows up, <clears throat> but... Um, I didn't pre-announce this show because I've been uh, busy, busy, busy. So, um, quick, um, hey, there he is, Rick Roman, what's happening? Quick uh, conditions report because we haven't done one of those in a while. We usually do those during the winter, but um, it's dry and dusty, but, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, uh, weather has turned and it is now nice and cool and it's only getting up like today is supposed to be like 79 but uh, yesterday the day before was in the 70s like mid to low 70s and as a high and it was just brilliant uh, road peach valley last week is that right uh, well yeah last week um, before the death march um, then we rode the death march we'll talk all about the death march here in just a bit Jim Cherry hey <laughs> there's my dad Scott Spradling Everybody say hi to my dad. It's funny that he's logged in. I'm surprised my mom isn't. Um, but yeah, I'm going fishing with my dad tomorrow morning. Leaving out of here at 7.40 in the morning. Flying to Missoula, Montana. And my dad and brother and I are going to be doing some fishing. And then here comes Thomas. There's Thomas. <laughs> he's got to get his iPad or something for school. Um, the uh, <laughs> Jimmy Nyhart, I'm sorry to disappoint. This isn't the Slavin show. <laughs> um, oh, I love you. Um, Kim Jackson, how is Wyoming? I bet it's really nice right now. Um, Grand County, checking in with Jim. Uh, Bruce, good to see you, man. How's it going? Um, uh, what was your question yesterday, Bruce? I forgot. I, I think I sort of answered it. Um, but uh, one second, guys. Bruce had a good... Oh, he was talking about the Rost Off-Road thing and um he said like 600 rand and ended up being 40 but anyway the that rost off-road mount for a garmin 22 or it's, it's the 20s and 30 <coughs> um series of gps is really really good um all oh, right right now mom's getting ready for the hot hot springs oh go to hot springs arkansas um uh dude named eric coffee as always good to see you uh, let's see, da, 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 da. make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, price on the GPS mount, sorry. Um, that GPS mount, a lot of guys ask me about that, honestly, um, here on the YouTubes. I don't know if it's you folks that are watching live right now or people that watch later or whatever. Um, but that thing is, of all the GPS mounts that I've kind of checked out and looked at and, and seen on people's stuff, I like that one way the most and I, I got the info from my buddy Matt Carraway who rides uh, a lot of big gnarly stuff in Idaho and he has two mounts like he has two GPS's on there kind of as like one for backup and um, he uses those and they're just really good it's all aluminum super strong and it mounts well to the Mako 360 dashboard I had I've got a video of me mounting the thing um, I had to drill and tap two new holes in the dashboard to put it where I want. There were holes in the dashboard that were the right spacing, but they didn't, um, 
I wanted it right in the middle. Anyway, whatever. No big deal. Patty Cake, what's happening, man? Tony Andrews, what is going down, my brother? Um, <clears throat> it is, um, like I said, conditions report. Beautiful, 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 beautiful weather here in Western Colorado. Let's talk about the death march, guys. Um, the death march was, hey, Rod, what's happening? Dirty Doyle. Uh, ooh, a good question. YZ125X or KTM125XC? Um, they're both really, really good bikes. That is a much closer comparison than like a YZ250 to like a KTM300 or a KTM250 um, because neither bike is counterbalanced. Both bikes have the moto transmission. Um, both bikes have kickstands and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm going to say it, money by the YZ if you don't have <clears throat> the extra cash because the YZ is cheaper. But um, honestly, just as far as the whole bike package and everything, the XC is brilliant. I mean, the, <laughs> the XC is really good. It, uh, um, it's got a button. It's got a swappable uh, dome in the head. So you can, put, you can have different um, compression uh, domes for the cylinder head, which I didn't think was that big of a deal, but actually came in really handy on mine uh, when I knew I was going to a super high elevation race. I just got another super aggressive dome, put that in there, rode it, and I, I can take it back out and put the normal one back in. So uh, the other, honestly, the other thing <clears throat> that, the, that the KTM has over the YZ is a big tank. Uh, the YZ, I don't know why Yamaha doesn't put a big tank on their X model bikes. It just doesn't make sense. Maybe the four strokes have a little bit bigger, but um, the... Um, uh, yeah, Biker Sasquatch asking if Eileen's going to do the Death March next year. Eileen is the 125, if you guys don't know, and, um, I think so. I, uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I really, really, really want to on the 125 to kind of just see if I can do it. I know I can do it, um, on the 125. I just don't know what it's going to do to the 125 <laughs> to get it through that, um, but I think I'd like to try it because it's, yeah, it would be, yeah, it would be, I think it'd be a lot of fun. There'd be some really hard sections on it, but it would be good. Um, yeah, Jimmy and I are, I agree, e-start all day, every day, pay the extra money. I agree, 100%, especially if you're buying two new bikes. Like, if you got two brand new bikes, the price difference isn't really that much on those. I don't know exactly what it is, maybe a thousand bucks, but like. You're getting a lot for the thousand bucks. Electric start, big tank, um, swappable dome. Uh, well, honestly, you're getting the fact that it's a KTM, which I mean, I, I love Yamaha so much, but they're just driving me nuts. The thing, the I mean, the thing is, if you have a KTM, if it's a 21, 22, like if you got buddies with 16s, 12s, 18s, even 08s. A bunch of parts, like wheels, things like that will swap. Forks, like you can, I don't know. So if you're at a race or you're at a big ride, there's a lot of stuff that can swap out and you can use. Um, ah, the Longboard Live. Re recently found you from your TMX jetting video. Got the JD kit in mind. Can't wait to test. Jet block gas it was smoked. Right on, dude. Um, well, not right on that the, it was smoked, but right on. I'm glad you found us and um, psyched that um, that you found that and hopefully got it fixed. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> Batty Cake Orange Plastics. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I do my best to make my KTM's not look like KTM's, which is funny. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, Dave Kessler from Western New York. What's happening, man? Um, I like New York. I uh, spent oh, about six weeks in upstate New York, and I really liked it there. So I was not riding dirt bikes back then. I mean, I had dirt bikes, but I just I didn't take a dirt bike. I took a street bike though, and that was a really, really brilliant place to take a street bike. Tons of really cool um, roads. Anyway, Death March this year was epic for sure. Uh, we had a, a we had a great group. So we started with ten. Um, the uh, so we started with ten. A uh, couple guys, the guys that ended up quitting. One of them was planning on quitting from the get go. Like he was. He was not ever planning on doing the whole thing. He just wanted to see how far he could make it, still feeling good and not like just push himself to, into oblivion. And so uh, he did great. His name's Tyler Leonard. Tyler, that was so much fun riding with you. He's an amazing rider, by the way. And he, uh, like, anyway, he could have ridden the whole thing, but he just didn't want to push himself to be so tired, start making mistakes. So he finished Timberline, which. Is a little past halfway. Um, it's not definitely not done with all the hard stuff, but um, to get through all the stuff up to Timberline and through Timberline is a big deal, especially not ruining things. So yeah, he did a great job. Um, the other guy was Dave Morse. Morse, I think it's Morse uh, from Denver, and who backed out and he made it all the way back to the final gas stop and didn't want to do the last loop. He's like, "You guys are nuts," but thank you so much. Um, so the rest of us, the eight of us pushed on and the whole thing ended up being <clears throat> right at 175 miles um last well last year was snow super short whatever the year before that was like 212 but that's because we left from town like from gunnison and rode up there and then did the loop and then rode back so there was at least i bet there was 30 35 miles of transfer so at, le at least maybe more. So this one actually was, I think, longer single track and harder for sure. <clears throat> it was absolutely brutal. Um, let's see, uh, Kim Jackson, the uh, the Java. What do you mean Java Maker must be down? Um, Java Java's right here. <laughs> uh, oh, Patty Cake, thank you for saying that. The Death March video was awesome. Thank you. And. Bruce, that is crazy. People getting nine grand for used three uh, hundreds. Um, let's see, Jimmy Nahart, Hancock Quarry Run next year. Spraz, Hancock, New York, Rocky Hill climbs. Unless you're scared, <laughs> Jimmy Nahart, I'd love to get back east. That would be really fun. I, Kevin O'Laughlin, there you are, man. Um, yeah, I'd like to get back east. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, maybe you have to work on that. It's a long way, as you know. But I have an awesome van and a rad family, and so that might be fun. Um, the uh, <laughs> Jimmy Nyhart ate so many cookies on the trail from the lead. That's awesome. Kevin O'Laughlin, by the way. Thank you so much, Kevin. Kevin sent us a cake um, uh, for my Zach and my birthday. Um, that was last week. Our birthdays were last week. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you, thank you. It was awesome. Um, bike Vault coming in from Thailand. Uh, good morning. I've been offered a 92 WR200. It was stripped but never rebuilt. It's worth rebuilding. Guy wants 1500 US. I don't know, dude. That $1,500 bucks sounds like an awful lot for 
a bike that you're going to have to go through and rebuild that's going to end up being more like a showpiece than it is anything. Like, it's not going to be uh, all that cool. Like, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, WRs are neat, but they're, like, the old two-stroke WRs are kind of neat, but they're not that cool. So, personally, I don't think I'd do it. Like, if it were an old Elsinore uh, Honda or something really cool that you just wanted to, like, look at, or an old Husky, something like that, it'd be worth it. But uh, that one, I'm not seeing it, personally. Chris Cooley, what's happening? Uh, so, yeah, Death March. Um, let me just go over, because I got to say thank you to everybody who helps me, um, and thank you guys for putting up with me, saying thank you to them. Um, but, honestly, the companies that I mentioned, the people I talk to you talk about here i really truly believe in them because i've spent money on their stuff now some of them have now um you know started to give me things uh, and that's huge um and i so very appreciate it but like all these companies i purchased stuff so um first and so i really really like them the kenda gauntlet tire was brilliant um it it's pretty worn um, after that, plus another 40-something miles from before, so you got 220 miles on it. Um, but that's about what I'm getting. I'm getting three-ish, like 300 miles out of those tires before they go. Um, the thing was awesome all day and all night. Um, and uh, Foxy Bibbs ran one, too. He was really happy with it. Nitro Moose's absolute necessity. I think we had one guy with tubes or tubeless or something like that, and he made it, whatever. But, like... Um, I can't imagine riding what we rode uh, with um, air in the tires. It would just be terrifying. You'd be worried about a flat the whole day. Um, System Tech Racing uh, disc guards and radiator uh, for the caliper. Amazing all day. Banging rocks all day. Didn't bend a rotor or anything like that. They were awesome. Um, the Oh, the, the Krieger uh, OS-12 saddlebags giant thumbs up i did have a problem early with one because i didn't get the thing tight enough and and it flopped off and and i had to stop and redo it um but it after that it was perfect and like so cool having saddlebags for those big rides because i had a bunch of food and gas and jackets and gloves and my that extra light that dango light which i will talk about um the dango light which i think i if you've watched my other videos and stuff like that it is the same light as the oxbow but it's not they're not working with oxbow they're just buying the light from the same people that oxbow buys their lights from um that thing was really cool as a just-in-case light it doesn't weigh anything um it's really really small and i yeah it worked awesome it's not bright enough to call it like a race light i wouldn't use that thing to go fast at night at all like it's not it's just not bright enough for that and like the <clears throat> there's like two little leds that make the 2100 lumens instead of like one big one with a good lens and so it like it doesn't it doesn't throw very far but it's makes riding home way more enjoyable than if you either just had a headlight or didn't have any lights at all so anyway that thing was awesome <clears throat> um xc gear guys the mako 360 i cannot say enough about those things like that thing was it whatever if you are old and beat up and whatever like me or if you're not and you don't want to end up like me buy a mako 360 buy it for me buy it directly from lance and lisa i don't care 
Those things are awesome. Thank you, Brady Metter, for being the guy who talked me into that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, real quick. Blessings Lawn and Outdoor Service. Uh, finally got my McCuney TMX dialed on my 125X. Awesome. Good to hear. Um, has Akinda seen any mud? How was it um, up on the plateau? I'm not good at spelling. I ride dirt bikes. Uh, the Kinda has not seen any real mud, Jimmy. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be horrible in the mud. Um, it was great on the plateau, by the way. Really good on the plateau. Um, I don't think it's gonna be terrible in the mud because the knobs are far enough apart. But it's not gonna be brilliant in the mud because the knobs aren't very deep. <clears throat> so, like. I don't know. We don't have a lot of mud. I live in the West, so... But uh, I think for the money, I would try it. And I know that um, Cody Webb's running their Gnarly, which is the next level sticky. Um, And, uh, you know, seems to be doing just fine. Um, Eric Cancier, Roger Hurd, what's happening? Oh, oh, the Death March vid, yeah, I mentioned having front brake issues. What was going on? That's a great question, Biker Sasquatch. <laughs> I thought it was because I bent it, um, because when I, I put my wheel... Cause so those System Tech Racing um, rotor guards are not aluminum. So they're G10. Oh, actually, the front one on mine is carbon. but like So they do flex. So if you hit something hard enough, it'll still bend over and bend the rotor. But... Um, I, I wrote, I, so back up on my 300, I have had front brake issues forever now. Um, and if I let the thing sit for long enough, I'll get a spongy front brake. And usually all I have to do is push the caliper and, you know, push basically some fluid up, boom, and it's good. And then I just put a zip tie or like a tie wrap thing on it to hold it tight and it's fine. I don't, uh, whatever. I've bled it, bled it, bled it, replaced every part in it and it works brilliantly when it's working. Um, so anyway, I had had the tie wrap on it, left, felt great, all that good stuff. Um, and then it's, I have noticed, it seems like as I go way up in elevation, I don't know, there's got to be air hiding in there somewhere. It like expands or something and it gets spongy. So I thought it was because I bent something because I put it up on a thing. I spun the wheel and I thought that I could see, well, it was definitely not perfectly straight. Um, but it wasn't bad. So I kind of eh, bend it back with a crescent wrench and got it better and couldn't, anyway, rode. And then it was like, whoa, it went, then it was like really bad. I was like, what the, I'm, I, so I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just rode with it and I called it whatever. I got to the next stopping point and I pushed the pistons back again, pumped it and it was perfect all the rest of the day. It's perfect right now, actually. Um, so... I don't know. If someone can enlighten me <laughs> as to what the heck's going on, that would be awesome. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, that's what... I don't know. Uh, I like my Oxbow. It's great for night trail riding as a secondary light. Kevin, yeah. I Like I said, secondary light, the Dango slash Oxbow, whatever you want, wherever you want to buy it is a good way. Um, be good... Uh, under uh, Bruce Kennedy, seems like that light would be good working under my PU. I don't know what the PU is. Um, <clears throat> uh, see, I ride the Monkey Butt 200 over the weekend. Proper Eastern single track wet routes. Lots of oh, nice uh, actual miles. Uh, Seventy day one eighty. Nice, right on, Dave Custer. Sounds like an awesome time. 
Um, uh, Jimmy and I are those shinkos are scary in the mud. Any, I like as you guys all know um, that the uh, you know I love the M fifty nine. The M fifty nine on the front of the bike. If you guys haven't watched the kind of after action review, I talk about it. It's brilliant. It's missing knobs and it's still working perfectly. It's so good. Um, the Kenda has me looking as a sand tire. Um, the uh, that yeah that the the gauntlet's great. I would really try it. I put a new caliper and master cylinder on that thing. The bike has earned new parts dealing with you for over 300 hours. Uh, Brady, I probably will this winter. So um, for you guys here on YouTube that like watching our mechanic videos, that bike is coming all the way apart this winter. Um, crank, I mean, the whole thing. So um, I've got parts, uh, some parts already here, a bunch of parts on order. Um, I probably actually will. Bruce Kennedy, the piston seals, um, the, uh, um, are brand new. So I've replaced all that and it's annoying. Um, and it, it's, it's weird. Cause like if, when it's gets spongy, literally all I have to do is normally, I mean this, I don't know what happened on the death march. I don't know what, anyway, whatever. But, um, is I take the, you know, the caliper and push it in. So it pushes the pistons back. And then pump it till it dunk and it's fine and it's fine. So there's air hiding up on that thing. Or like Brady said, maybe there's some uh, something going on. I don't know, whatever. And it is getting hammered. Um, the uh, pick, oh pick pickup. Sorry, Bruce. Yeah, that light would be good. I don't need to pick up to fix things for sure. Um, Two thirty seven. Just got my task racing lights. Way brighter than I thought. Haven't tried in real scenario yet. Uh, Eric, you're going to love the task racing lights. Uh, Eric Bryan, what's happening, man? Um, and Roger Hurd, I saw that uh, Denise finally got her 22 gas gas. That is rad. Um, the, uh, yeah, so the dangle light is awesome for what it is. And it's 100 bucks, right? So uh, if you already have a dangle mount for your um, GoPro, then you only have to carry one mount. That's really cool. I also like the fact that it isn't on the helmet all the time. Um, if you don't do a lot of night riding, you know, if it's just a, like I said, a just in case situation where you go along, ride, or if you come ride with me in the fall, um, I'm probably going to stick you <laughs> after dark because that's what I do. Uh, but the, uh, um, it's a great light for that. Um, b -b bike fall. I bought an extension pouch for the wolf vest. Um, this is the guy who invented Molly straps, the same guy that invented the Rubik's cube. <laughs> it's still not on right. Oh, Mike Vault, that is brilliant. <laughs> um, those molly straps are tight, but that's on purpose um, so that they don't move around. Um, Jim Rupp, what is happening? So, if anybody here has ever been in the military or um, worked with molly straps, you know what we're talking about. They're super tight, and it's on purpose that you try to weave those things in. They're made to be like that so that things don't slide and move around. Um... Guys, if you're watching this thing and you're enjoying it, hit the thumbs up. Back out of the chat, thumbs up, come back in. That would be awesome. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, if you guys have watched last week's schlog, if anybody's interested in getting Leandra an alligator, please go ahead and do it. Um, his his or her name is going to be Kevin. Uh, Greg H., hi from Australia, man. What's happening, dude? Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Dango could also uh, mount to a full-face mountain bike helmet if you ride mountain bike. Also, I mean, that clip can go anywhere. And actually, Foxy Bibbs, 
he bought one uh, right before the death march, um, and he used his uh, after. And it's funny because Nick from Dango and I we talked about it, but like, it's pretty cool. At the end of the ride, he was, you know, he didn't have a. I invited him into the van, so don't don't think that I just like put him out in the cold. <laughs> but he uh, he was over at his uh, car getting geared down and then having some dinner before I made him come into the van where it's nice and warm. But uh, he used it's awesome. He just clipped it to the handlebars on his um, bike. And aimed it down so he could like work in his bag and things like that. So it's actually it's super super handy. Um, when you are an influencer, you can't afford a helmet f- for the lights and one for the camera and one for a holiday ride. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Bruce. Oh man, I am so not an influencer in that way. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I uh, um, we just I the thing is I don't have a helmet sponsorship. That's what I need. Although I do. I am so Gucci that I have two really nice fly helmets because um, I have one for racing that has nothing on it because I don't want anything on the outside of the helmet if I'm going fast and I crash. I don't want to catch anything, whatever. Uh, And then I have my normal trail riding helmet, which has the mount for the torch light and all that good stuff. So, Um, (laughs) Biker Sasquatch had a buddy that bought a Cayman Croc. Very bad pet. Lots of tank cleaning, stinking, always an angry. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's what I'm hoping. I want that so bad. Uh, <laughs> I want them to end up with this mean little thing named Kevin so bad. It would be so funny. Um, and, oh, huge. Okay, it's not huge news, but huge news. Zach bought a 79 GL1000 for himself, and I am so stoked. It's beautiful. It will be showing up on the schlogs. Um, it needs a little bit of work. It needs a head gasket. It's just burning some oil. But, like, it, like the thing runs and rides brilliantly. And, it, oh, my gosh, it's gorgeous. So I'm really happy for him. <laughs> he bought it for his birthday. Um, and we're hoping that we can get that alligator to ride in the back of it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, Spiker. <clears throat> and yeah, Brady Matter Goldwing. It's it's brilliant because, like I said, it's a thousand, uh, which you know there's not a ton of those floating around, especially not in this condition. It's like it's really nice. I think it has sixty thousand miles on it, so it's got some miles, but it's it's really pretty. And yes, David Kessler, it's the original Goldwing. Um, uh, Bruce Kennedy, he'll be sinking the Honda carbs all the time. Yeah, maybe, but you know, it's his, it's, you know, he's a good mechanic so he can do it. It's, it, I mean, yeah, it's sweet. He ordered all the parts to do the head gas. He's going to replace all the rubber, uh, in the top of the motors because, you know, why not? And, um, and honestly, those things, the, the tops of those motors are easy to work on the bottom, not so much, <laughs> but, uh, um, so yeah, anyway, that's super cool. Uh, what else about the death march? Uh, put a huge dinger in my pipe because I'm a moron. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even crashing. It was just like going over a rock and like not quite getting over the rock and boom. And unfortunately put a hole in it. So now I got to get it welded to blow it out. But I have another pipe, which is going to be awesome. Uh, that bike had a manifold and I believe two carbs. Dave, I... If the thousand only has two carbs, that'll be cool. Um, uh, mo- the ele- I know the eleven hundreds and the twelve hundreds, and then up had uh, four. Um, 
The yeah, I changed the timing belts. Yeah, no, we got that coming. Um, Brady Metter, you have no pipe dings on your 450 because you didn't go ride it, and you didn't come to the death march, and you didn't race in Cross. So, uh-uh. I've seen some smoked uh, four-stroke pipes. <laughs> it's gnarly. It's a lot, obviously, less often than on a two-stroke, but man, and it's way more expensive when you bend a titanium pipe. Uh, what other questions, guys? Any other questions about the Death March, about anything, about dirt bikes, about living in Western Colorado? Um, Brady, I was working. I know you were working. I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, but you also didn't, like, jump out for a lap. Um, yeah, there you go, Eric. Brian, you gotta, gotta ride it to bend it. I love it. Um, uh, our next, um, big, uh, let's see... So I, I'm going, like I said, this weekend, I'm going fishing in Montana with my dad and my brother. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, a little bit of fly fishing up there. Um, and then um, we will be uh, back the next weekend. We're going to relax here. So actually, if anybody wants to come out and ride next weekend, Dry Creek is going to be on fire. It's going to be so good. The weather's changed. It's really good. Um, and then, um, uh, so that's next week. The week after that, though, we're going to the final round of the Weeby Hair Scramble Series at Pajarito, which is a ski resort outside of Los Alamos, New Mexico. I'm really, really fired up about that. That's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and, yeah, so if anybody on here is watching, come on down, say hi. If we haven't met, I'd love to meet you. Um, let's go racing. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, the <laughs> I don't get inviting rides anymore. It's Brady. It's what happens when you don't go ever people quit inviting you um so uh, bruce kennedy any tpi bikes survived the death march yes uh at least one was a tpi might have been two i think i forget i don't know but they did good and both the guy i'm pretty sure there was two yeah there was two um both the guys that had them are you know they're great riders and have put those bikes through their paces already i don't know if they've had any issues beforehand or not um but uh yeah um let's see biker sasquatch advice on jetting for an xr 650l with a twin air air filter and an fmf powerbomb exhaust crummy cv carb um i would uh go bigger on everything uh pilot jet probably need to go up two I would imagine, and also delete all the air injection crap if you still got that on there. Get that off. Um, and then I'd probably go up like maybe two on the pilot. The main, you're still going to go up even at this elevation because I mean from stock because they just lean those things way out to barely get past emissions. So maybe one or two up from sea level on stock on the on the main. Somewhere in there, I think. I don't have... We don't work on a ton of those, honestly, but that's a that's really close to what would work. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, David Gessler, if you crush a pipe on a four-stroke, you got a whole lot of other problems also. That's true, but I've seen it. It's crazy. Chris Cooley, uh, you see that bike band 100-hour no-maintenance TPI beatdown, no air filter. Yeah, I Chris, I saw that too. Um and, um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how that goes. I can't believe they're not going to do air filter and oil changes. Like, God, this seems like a bad idea. But it is Bike Bandit. They can afford to blow one up if it blows up. I mean, and, you know, I, I'm hoping the thing does really well. I think that's, I think it's a, re- by the way, 
That is a super cool uh, test. So I'm excited. Jim Rupp, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, guys, if you're interested in helping us out financially, what Jim did is really helpful. Um, he just hits a little super chat button, gives us a few bucks. It makes a big difference, um, honestly. Uh, especially, we're trying to do more product testing and things like that. But anyway, thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, recently did the Cameron Gulch and Gold Creek Trail loop, but my buddy and I couldn't decide if everyone goes clockwise or counterclockwise on that loop. Do you know? Um, uh, no, I don't know. We So... You know, we come from Fossil over to that and, you know, up Gold Creek and then drop down either left or right. And I honestly can't remember which one's which. I, sorry, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> which one's Cameron? And anyway, this time we got to the top and went right. But I don't know that, I don't know um, what they do for loop. Because I know guys loop it because they, you know, park over in Taylor. You can ride over and loop it back up and down. But um, I would say that it, I mean, having ridden both of them plenty of times, that that's probably like, oh, I would say this might be easier going counterclockwise, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Have a suit Christmas break. Come ride with Wide Night. Eric, Brian, come to Mile Markers while you're there also. But that's also going to be on New Year's and stuff like that. Um we went Cameron down, gold up. It was challenging coming up, gold. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, Eric, I, both those trails are pretty tough on in sections. So, I, yeah, either way. Either way, I don't think either way is going to be way different from the other. So, anyway, guys, it's 8.02. I do got a boogie today because I got a ton of work to do today before I leave for my vacation again tomorrow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got fork seals and graphics and a recluse and something else anyway it's gonna be a big day so i love you guys so much thank you thank you thank you for sticking around uh for this show punk rock club thank you guys for being here i love you to death i hope you guys all have a wonderful amazing day and i hope that what we're doing here at highland cycles is inspiring you guys to work on and get out and ride your dirt bikes Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Gospel of Two Wheels. If you guys enjoyed that, please uh, give us a review wherever you're watching or wherever, excuse me, wherever you're listening to this and uh, tell your friends about it. Um, if you ever want to join us live on the YouTube so that you can join in and chat with us, uh, it happens every Thursday morning at 730 Mountain Time. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day.